The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you looking for a new and empowering lens through which to view your life and your health? Then register now for Get Healthy with Sound, a weekend workshop with Eileen McCusick, an innovator in the fields of therapeutic sound, electric health, and the human biofield. May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn easy and accessible techniques to reduce stress, improve focus, and increase energy. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. This is why it's so important for you to be asleep. Your body is actually regenerating. Now, like I said before, we're talking about if you don't fill up your car when it's on E, it's going to die on the road. You will die out if we don't regenerate these organs. So the sleep is so, so important. Welcome to A Gut Feeling. I'm your host, Jacqueline Renee, holistic health coach and digestive specialist. Your gut healing journey begins here. Welcome back to A Gut Feeling. We are in the second episode of the Gut Health Essentials series. Today we're going to be talking about sleep, but if you didn't check out the first episode, of the Gut Health Essential series. The first episode was all about elimination. Listen, bottom line, you need to be pooping every day. And if you're not, there is a problem with your elimination organs. And so if you haven't listened to that episode, I highly recommend that you go back. You don't have to listen to these in order. They are all just essential as the other. Uh, But I do believe that it's really important for you to understand why elimination is so important. So definitely check it out. Now, if you haven't listened to that one, you wouldn't know the four elements that we're talking about, these essential, like vital essential things we need for our body to function at high level is elimination, sleep, food, and water. Very, very simple things that we need to just live to, you know, a plant just needs food and water. You know, a dog needs food, water, and exercise. We need these four things. We need to be eliminating our toxins. We need to be sleeping seven to eight hours a night, eating high quality food, and drinking high quality water. So check out that first episode. Today we dig into sleep, and I hope you follow along with the series for food and water as we move on. Now, if you've been struggling with your gut health, which I'm guessing that because you have been, that that you're here, you have been struggling with your gut health. This is one of the sneaky, tricky things. People don't think about sleep when it comes to gut health, but what's happening in your body when you sleep is a whole world of regeneration of your organs, your brain health, your lung health, your gut health. And so if you're not sleeping, it's going to put stress on your gut. It's going to put stress on your hormones and you will end up eventually feeling like there's disease in your body because you're not getting that proper time. Like I said before, seven to eight hours. So we're going to dig into a few things. We're going to dig into why you need sleep, what happens if you don't get it and how to get sleep. I have the best tips for you guys today. You're going to want to stay till the end to get these tips on how to sleep better. And let me tell you, they're actually very, very simple. No fancy tech, you know, room, perfectly situated thing 
is needed to get the sleep. It's very simple. I'm going to go through my three, two, one method. I'm going to go through some easy, awesome rituals you can do, and, and they will be very helpful when it comes to sleep. So why do we need sleep? Okay, first of all, what do all of these have in common? First, what happens when you don't plug your phone into a charger at the end of the day? Number two, what happens if you don't put gas in your tank and keep driving with it on E? And number three, what happens if you go on vacation and forget to water your plants or you don't get someone to water your plants? Well, obviously they die or they run out. No more, finito, they're done. The phone will die, the car won't keep running, and the plant will just wilt over and then you're so sad because your plant died and you put so much love into it, right? Well, the same is true for your body. It has limits. Your body is not limitless. And we talk about these essentials in the series. Sleep is vital and essential for living, for life, just as much as the other three. You can go a day or two without sleeping, but eventually it will catch up to you if you're chronically losing sleep. Like I said before, the recommended is about seven to eight hours, but you do want to get some REM. You need deep sleep, at least an hour or two of that deep sleep. And most people are, you know, they say I'm a light sleeper or I toss and turn or I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm going to share some more information of why that's happening today. Now, to understand why you need to have sleep, it's important to understand what goes on in your body while you sleep so you know what is being regenerated to make you function. In traditional Chinese medicine, which I love, I follow things like Ayurveda, Chinese medicine, holistic medicine, functional medicine. These medicines are very heavily rooted in the root cause of what's going on. When it comes to Western medicine, they're looking for the quick fix. So if you go to a doctor and you say, I'm not sleeping, they give you a pill that will help you sleep, but they don't talk about what happens when you take that pill. You become addicted to it. It's, it's very habit forming. It causes other gut issues. It causes other issues in the body and poor function versus getting to the root cause. So today I'm going to be talking a little bit more about Chinese medicine because they have something in Chinese medicine known as the organ body clock. Every hour of every day, a different organ takes the lead and helps you eliminate toxins, digest food, and improve health, etc. Now, I'm, I don't want to go through the whole 24-hour clock. There are so many different things that go on. But what I want to do is go through an average night clock of what happens to your organs throughout the night so you can understand why this sleep is so essential, why they say eight hours, because this is what's happening in your body throughout this eight hours you would be sleeping. So traditionally, from the hours of 9 to 11 p.m., this is the time of something called the triple heater or your endocrine system. We know the endocrine system is basically your hormone system where the body's homeostasis is adjusted and enzymes are replenished. It's recommended to sleep at this time so the body can conserve energy for the following day. Now, here's the thing. When they talk in Chinese medicine about these points that are being affected at these hours of the night, they also correlate with different symptoms that you may be having, emotions that you may be having throughout the day or in your life. And so you'll know if you're feeling these symptoms or feelings, emotions, that this could be a part of your body is off. So you can kind of go back and check what you need to work on so that these things get better. 
So when we talk about the triple heater, your endocrine system, this is happening from 9 to 11 p.m. This is when you want to at least be winding down in your bed, if not already sleeping by this time. Typically, I fall asleep around 10. It's different for different people, but by 9, I have to be like winding down for sure. I'm going to share with you my 321 method towards the end of this podcast so you can learn more. Now, if your triple heater or your endocrine system is off, you may be experiencing things like paranoia or confusion. Maybe it's a lot of anxiety or maybe it's a lot of brain fog that can be related to this as well. So you'll want to increase or excuse me, move up your sleeping time to nine or 10 so that you are replenishing your triple heater and endocrine system. Now between 11 p.m. and 1 a.m., which I'm guessing most people, this is where most people fall fall asleep. I think this is like the average. I've read a couple articles that the average person does go to bed between 11 and 1, which now we've already messed up the endocrine system. And now we're moving into the time of the gallbladder. And this is the best time for you to replenish the gallbladder in order to wake up and feel energized. And the body should be at rest or at deep rest by 11 to 1. This period of time is when yin energy fades and yang energy begins to grow. And yang energy helps you keep active throughout the day and is stored when you are asleep. So if you're someone who says, oh, in the afternoon, I'm always exhausted or I start to get really exhausted in the afternoon, look at this time. Look at the time between 11 and 1. Are you staying awake? Are you looking at your phone? Are you, you know, tossing and turning? We need to dig in and get more sleep at this time. Now, the emotions or feelings related to this time being stressed or the gallbladder being stressed is subconscious feelings of resentment. This may appear during the day or it may appear at this time. So maybe you wake up and all of a sudden you start feeling angry or resentment towards certain things or you're overthinking something. You know that this point is stressed. From 1 to 3 a.m., now this is a very controversial time because this is the time where a lot of people say, I get up to go to the bathroom or I have to pee or I I always wake up at 2 a.m. or I always wake up at 3 a.m. This is the time of the liver. And you guys know that I talk about the liver being the Beyonce of the organs. And the Beyonce of the organs means that this is the showstopper. It's responsible for a lot of stuff. So 1 and 3, this is when you should be in that deep sleep but most people wake up at this time. So during this time, all your toxins are released from the body and fresh new blood is made. So again, if you're not sleeping at this time, this is your, your body won't be processing toxins. It won't be detoxing toxins. It's just recycling them. We need this time to make that fresh new blood. If you find yourself waking during this time, you could have too much of that yang energy we were talking about. And this is where we need to focus on detoxification pathways. I talked a lot about this in the first episode here in this Gut Health Essential series about elimination, okay? So go back, check out that elimination, and you can work on cleansing your liver, your detoxification pathways, and getting this out of your body. This may also be where you see emotions like anger, frustration, and rage. You wake up and you're like, oh, I can't believe this person did this to me, or I'm feeling frustrated, and you start to generate a lot of that anger or the ego comes up and your liver doesn't get to regenerate like it needs to, causing a myriad of health issues down the line. So this is why it's so important for you to be asleep. Your body is actually regenerating. Now, 
you know, like I said before, we're talking about if you don't fill up your car when it's on E, it's going to die on the road. You will die out if we don't regenerate these organs. So the sleep is so, so important. From 3 to 5 a.m., this is when your lungs regenerate. And again, this is a time where body should be in deep sleep. If woken up at this time, you can do things like new nerve soothing exercises or breathing exercises to increase oxygen to your lungs. And that way your lungs will remember it needs to rejuvenate and then you can start to relax. Now, here's a really interesting tidbit. The body should actually be warm at this time so that the lungs can replenish the body with oxygen. Now you may have noticed when you're sleeping, it's like, oh, it's really cool when you go to bed, but you get warm somewhere in the middle of the night or towards the morning. This is your lungs rejuvenating. So that is not to be fought. It's to keep your body warm for these. If you experience a lot of emotions like grief and sadness, this is associated with the lungs. So again, focusing on getting that sleep so the lungs can rejuvenate and start to heal. Now, in each of these categories, what you want to do is take a peek. Okay, so 9 to 11, we have the hormones. 11 to 1, we have the gallbladder. 1 to 3, we have the liver. And 3 to 5, we have the lungs. If any of these points are stressed or you feel that these points are stressed because you're waking up at this time or you can relate to the emotions I put around what I said that each of these are, then you can focus on healing that organ as well. For instance, if you knew that from 11 to 1 that you're experiencing those feelings and you're experiencing those symptoms, that is your gallbladder. So also, what do I need to do to support my gallbladder? I need to be breaking down my food. Perhaps some digestive enzymes will help. I need to not be eating saturated fats so my body can heal good fats, just not saturated fats. Different things you can do in those points. This will be super helpful for you to rejuvenate your body. But at the end of the day, if you get that sleep, your body will heal on its own. I always say your body is capable of healing given the opportunity. If you're not sleeping, you're not giving the opportunity. And understanding that every organ has a repair maintenance schedule to keep you on a daily basis offers you the opportunity to learn how to treat yourself for improved health and well-being. Okay, We start at the root. We start at the way that helps our body heal versus just putting a Band-Aid on the problem. Now, in addition to your organ body clock, you have something known as the 24-hour body clock or your circadian rhythm. This comes more in functional and holistic medicine. The circadian rhythm affects your hormones, your metabolism, your gut health, and your weight. It's essential. That's the word of the week, you guys. The, it's essential for the wake-sleep cycle, and it does follow the sun and the moon, or sunrise and sundown. It's exactly what I was saying in the organ body clock, that by 9 o'clock, we're winding down. And by, let's say, 5, 6 o'clock, we can start to wake up because that is our 24-hour body clock. That's the circadian rhythm, okay? Now I want to get into how you can improve your sleep now that you understand why your sleep is so essential. But before I do that, I want to take a quick break and we'll be right back. I will break into everything for you. Are you looking for a new and empowering lens through which to view your life and your health? Then register now for Get Healthy with Sound, 
a weekend workshop with Eileen McCusick, an innovator in the fields of therapeutic sound, electric health, and the human biofield. May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn easy and accessible techniques to reduce stress, improve focus, and increase energy. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. Okay, so what can you do to improve your sleep and your circadian rhythm? You're sitting there biting your nails like, I never get sleep. My poor organs, they're stressed out and they're causing all sorts of problems. Not a problem. We just need to understand why it's happening and make some simple changes. First of all, before I talk about how to improve your sleep, I really want to dig into the list of the most disruptive things for sleep, the most disruptive elements, okay? Number one, and this is like home run out the park, we need to focus on how to change our life around this, is your screens, your tablets, your phones, blue lights, and EMF exposure. EMF is, you know, your electromagnetic fields, the radiation from the phone, you're holding it in your hand, you're sitting in front of the computer, you're sitting in front of the laptop, it's on your body, it is emitting radiation and electromagnetic fields, which is telling your body, it's turning on your brain and your body's signals to be awake. So if you are sleeping or laying in bed and watching this stuff and trying to, you know, relax, this stuff is stimulating you without even realizing it. Not to mention, what are we exposed to on these screens? If you're watching a murder mystery or you're watching some thriller or you're watching the news, better yet, with a bunch of terrible information, it's going to literally everything we listen to and hear is programming our brain. And so it's going to ignite some anxiety in you because you're already stressed watching this. And so then you start to increase your cortisol, which will turn off your melatonin. And if you turn off your melatonin, that is your body's natural hormone you need to sleep. In addition, when you're looking at these screens and your eyes are exposed to the blue light, it's sending signals to your brain that it's morning because this blue light is very bright, like the first sun. So if your body thinks it's morning and it's being uh, exposed to all these um, radiation waves and it's feeling like it's being triggered, cortisol is rising, how do you think you're going to sleep? Probably pretty crappy. So screens is one of the number one things that are disruptive for sleep. It's the first thing you should look at if you are not getting quality sleep. And I'll tell you more about how to in the 321 method. Toxic triggers. The three top toxic triggers are sugar, caffeine, and alcohol. All three of these raise your blood sugar level. Now, also refined carbs and, you know, anything else that's really high in, um, you know, insulin, these things will cause a blood sugar spike. And then what happens when the blood sugar level spikes somewhere between about four to seven hours later, your blood sugar level drops. And when your blood sugar level drops, it's looking for the next fix. It's ready to go up again. So for instance, if you eat, you eat, a you had a great day, you ate really healthy. And then right before bed, you're like, I'm craving chocolate. I'm going to eat this chocolate bar. The sugar then spikes your blood sugar level. Let's say it was around nine o'clock. A few hours later, four to seven hours later, let's say one, two, three o'clock in the morning when your blood sugar level drops, you will be wide awake. Your body is like, where is the next fix? Where is the next sugar? 
So if you're not sleeping around this time, take a look at what you're consuming before you go to bed, because this could be the culprit spiking your blood sugar level. And then when your blood sugar level is coming down, it's causing a drop and waking you up. Now, caffeine is obviously a natural stimulant, but if you're over caffeinated, you will not be able to sleep. Usually it is recommended by many doctors to stop drinking caffeine somewhere around by 10 or 11 a.m. in the morning. If you're drinking it at 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, and you're saying it's not affecting you, but you're still having trouble sleeping or you're having anxiety or you're having gut issues, take a look again. It is affecting you on a level. In, in addition, the liver is responsible for sugar, caffeine, and alcohol intake, detoxifying it. So you're stressing your liver more by taking this stuff in, especially late at night when your body can't digest it. The same thing happens with alcohol. It's very inflammatory and it's very, um, it spikes the blood sugar level as well. So you're going to have it. You're not going to sleep that great because your body is trying to process something, alcohol before bed. And then when your blood sugar level drops or the alcohol wants to come out of the system, you'll wake up. So You can reduce these things significantly or have them more earlier in the morning. I mean, not that I'm promoting alcohol in the morning, but trying to reduce or eliminate these things so that you can get your sleep. Also, if you're really sick, if you're listening to this and you're really sick, some of this stuff can be temporary because you're healing. So you might have to do it for a period of time, but that you can add it in a little bit here and there without it affecting you. Once your hormones have been restored, once your melatonin is restored and you're back in balance, you can have the opportunity to move off of it a little bit, to move about the cabin, but you have to get healthy first. You have to feel good first. So really stay in line with it for a little bit. The third thing, the third most disruptive thing for sleep is stress. When we are in fight or flight or just a chronic state of stress, your cortisol raises and your adrenals fatigue. This tricks your cortisol into thinking the morning is the night and the night is the morning. So if you're listening to this, if you've ever experienced something like this, in the morning, you're super tired, but at night, you're super wired, okay? Morning, you're super tired and night, you're super wired. If that's happening, your circadian rhythm is completely flipped. Your cortisol is off, your hormones are off. And so what you have to do is you have to start increasing cortisol in the morning, some things like getting out in the sun right away, and I'll share more about these later, and then decreasing cortisol at night, relaxing, resting, meditation, hot bath, anything that's going to bring down that fight or flight response. And in addition, you want to be doing stress management all day long, okay? So let's dig in and talk about what are the things that you can do to restore your sleep and to help you with these most um, most disruptive things, okay? The first thing that I love to improve your sleep is something that I call the 3-2-1 method, the 3-2-1 sleep method. The 3-2-1 sleep method started when I was having an incredible amount, uh, t- uh, I was having an incredible time sleeping when I started my business. And a lot of that was due to the new stress. A lot of that was due to using computer a lot. And I had to develop a plan because I do not run when I don't sleep. I am done. I need my eight hours. And maybe you're like that too, shaking your head. Yes. If you feel that you are a person who needs the eight hours. Okay. So three, two, one, three hours before bed, stop eating. 
as we go throughout the day, our digestion slows down. So if you're eating heavier at night, especially within three hour window before bed, your body is not digesting that. The biggest time that we digest food is the hours between 11 and 3 p.m. So you really want to eat a lot more food during the day, breakfast, lunch, lunch, after lunch, dinner. And then after that, you want to be done so that your body can finish digesting its food and then wake up feeling really good, energized and refreshed. Many people feel way less bloated and way less constipated just by following this one tip. I actually have another YouTube video up you can search that is called um, on my YouTube channel. You can check out and it is called um, Why You're Bloated in the Morning. And this is exactly what I talk about in it. It's because you are eating too close to bed. Now, two hours before bed, this is when you want to turn off the screens. This gives your body time to produce melatonin. It gives your eyes time to adjust away from the light. It starts to reduce the cortisol so that you're not stimulated right before bed. Okay, so two hours before bed, turn off those screens or put on some blue light blockers. Keep it minimal. Turn the phone down. Just try to get away from those tablets and the EMF as much as you can. And so now you've finished eating, you've turned off your screens, you have about maybe 30 minutes to one hour before you want to sleep. This is a good time to drink some tea, drink chamomile or valerian root tea. There's all these great sleep teas you can get and, you know, read a book or lay in bed. And this is where you start to calm your senses, calm your body and step into that REM sleep. Now, I have so many great, I love all my little gadgets and my little things that help me sleep better. Uh, These are a few of my favorite things. Number one, you got to get yourself some blackout curtains. It's got to be dark in there, dark, 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 or put on an eye mask. If you have lights from outside or lights in your room, like from a clock or a, a computer, they're going to be affecting your sleep. So we want just black it out. I got some really great blackout curtains on Amazon. They were only a couple hundred bucks. I hired someone off TaskRabbit to put them up and I couldn't be happier. It's been amazing. I sleep so well with that element alone, okay? The second thing you need to do is keep your room cool, like cool, cool, cool. Turn the air down or keep a fan on. When the room is really hot, it can be uncomfortable for you to sleep. So keep the temp down and that will help a lot. Another thing that I love is called a castor oil pack. The castor oil pack is so great. It's like basically a a flannel pack that you put castor oil on and you put it over your liver. And this allows the body to draw toxins out while you're sleeping. You will get deeper sleep. You will fall into REM better. And then you will, of course, eliminate very well in the morning because of the body drawing these toxins out with the castor oil. It's incredible. They also make an eye mask. So you can check out the link in the show notes for my favorite castor oil pack from um, Queen of Thrones. I love the name of the company. It cracks me up. And you can get this pack. You can get the liver pack. You can also add on the uh, eye pack. They also make a pack for people with PCOS and thyroid issues and one for children as well, too. I promise you, if you have a kid who's struggling with sleep, you put this on. This will help them so much. So check out those links below, uh, the link below for the casserole pack and try that about two or three times a week. I guarantee you're going to be addicted to it just like I am. Now, what do I do in the AM? That's kind of what I do at night. What do I do in the AM? I want to reset my circadian rhythm and reduce inflammation. And the best way to do that is is with red light therapy. 
So I have a red light that I turn on every morning. I expose myself to it. It's what I brush, I brush my teeth in front of. I sit in front of it. It's great for rejuvenating collagen in the skin and it helps regenerate the eyes. You can look right at it. Um, it turns, it wakes up the cortisol. It gets your body moving. You want to get about five to 20 minutes of exposure of it in the morning and you will definitely sleep deeper. The Huga Light is my favorite. I have the 300 model. I've included the link for the Huga Light in the show notes. You can use the code JRWAPPROVED12, all one word, all caps, JRWAPPROVED12 for 12% off of your bundle. Uh, they have little ones, they have big ones, they have light bulbs, and it's super helpful to be exposed to that light. The lights that are in your office or the lights that are in the house they're very stimulating. So we want to mood light it up and do that in the morning and it will help a lot. Yes, so much. Now on top of it all, one of the, obviously what we are doing majority of our week is sleeping and we do that in a bed. I have found that having the best mattress for you is the way that you sleep the best. I used to have all sorts of body pains, aches, inflammation, because I was a hairstylist and because I've been hard on my body training and I never quite found a mattress that worked really well for me and healed my body. And then I found a really amazing bed company called Majestic. They're made from recycled, um, recycled soybean fibers. So what's great about that is they are non-toxic. They do not have any off-gassing. They basically build the bed to your best body's ability. They also have pillows. I have seen I've seen the best testimonials, like my own testimonial is amazing, but also people with cerebral palsy, um, you know, ex-pro athletes that have had their whole body banged up, people with really bad um, chronic pain and inflammation, just completely change their body by using this bed. Now, if you go to MajesticBed.com, and again, I've included the link below, you can use code JRWAPPROVED to get $500 off of your next mattress. Totally worth it. And, um, basically I'm a minimalist. I don't like a lot of things, but this bed will follow me to every state I go to for the rest of my life or country for that matter, because I'm obsessed with it. And I think you will love it too. In the meantime, I hope this has been super helpful for you to understand why sleep is so important and the simple, simple essential things that you can do to improve your sleep. Again, if you didn't check out that elimination, uh, podcast yet, I would love for you to go back and listen to all of these so you can get right with your body, take small steps, not have to do a million things at once, but just make some small changes that will incredibly drastically change your life. If you are looking for help in this process, because a lot of it can be overwhelming and we never know how to implement it into our own personal life, and you're looking to customize a plan deeper for you, you can book a discovery call with me. It's a free call. We can go over what's going on with your health and start to break down and peel back the layers into what you need moving forward. Check out the link for the discovery call in the show notes, or you can find the link at JacquelineReneeWellness.com or on my uh, Instagram, in my Instagram profile, in my bio at Wellness. And I would look forward to connecting with you and helping you reach that next level of health that you've been desiring for so long. Thank you guys so much for listening. The Gut Health Essential Series, we're kicking it off. Today is sleep. Next time, I'm going to be talking about food, quality over quantity, and how we need to stabilize our blood sugar level to create a healthy relationship with food. 
Until next time, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and happy healing. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation Podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation, and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.